Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Welcome to a short Bible study on the Babylon Factor. Now, that's the title of the series, a five-hour audio series on CD that will help you understand the times in which we're living. When I talk about Babylon, that was the location where Noah and his three sons would live after the flood because Noah's great-grandson, Nimrod, built a great city in Babylon. Babylon has never been destroyed. Babylon is still alive and well on planet Earth today. In fact, Babylon is located in modern-day Iraq on the shores of the Euphrates River, some 68 miles southwest of Baghdad, Iraq. Studying about what is going to happen in Babylon is key for your understanding of how the prophetic scenario found in God's Word is going to unfold in what seems to be the day of the fulfillment of this prophecy. This five-hour study, The Babylon Factor, will help you understand why the United States military is in Iraq today, what God is doing using world leaders to accomplish His will. In just a moment, I'll tell you how you can get the entire series of The Babylon Factor. But right now, take a moment with me and let's listen to an introduction to this series, The Babylon Factor. New York City is not the Babylon of Revelation 18. Though there are many similarities, Revelation 18 was not fulfilled last September 11th. Instead, what did take place was that the stage was set to move all the actors in place so that Revelation 18 could be fulfilled. And it will be fulfilled. I gave this introduction simply to say what we're going to be speaking on this week with you is the Babylonian factor as it relates to the end times in which we have, I believe, moved into. I stood with Joe Jordan in Milan, Italy, just a couple of weeks back in a prophecy conference that he and I were doing. Prior to his walking on the stage, and you know Joe, a student of the Word of God, a preacher of the Word of God, not a man who goes on feelings. I mean, he has feelings, but he doesn't decide his doctrinal understanding of the Word of God on feelings. You know what he said to me? He said, Jimmy, I've always taught that Christ could come at any time. But now I feel like he could come at any time. September the 11th marked a new day in history. And we have moved into a new time in history. And I think that appropriately, our study this week will help us to understand the Babylonian factor in all of this. Speaking of that, let's go back to the book of Genesis. We'll come back as we go through our study and this week to Revelation 18. It's very important. I want to talk to you about that final destruction of Babylon. But let's look at Genesis. I want to spend today just a few moments getting together with you some information that will help us better understand what is going to happen as we move to the future. Now, we're going to do this in blocks of study, so that will assist you. Revelation, excuse me, Genesis chapter 9. Genesis chapter 9 is where we want to go to. 
Let me just remind you of Genesis. Genesis chapter 1 is creation. Genesis chapter 2, the special effects of creation. Genesis chapter 3, the fall of man. Genesis chapter 4, the story of Cain and Abel. Genesis chapter 5 is a genealogy. Genesis chapter 6, 7, and 8 is Noah and the flood. Genesis chapter 9 is Noah after the flood. Genesis chapter 10 is another genealogy. Genesis chapter 11 is the Tower of Babel. And Genesis chapter 12 is the call of Abraham out of Ur the Chaldees. That's 2,000 years of history. That has to be believed. In other words, you must believe in creation. If you're going to be in this conference and I'm going to be teaching prophecy, if you deny what Genesis 1 and 2 says about creation, there's probably no use for you to be here. Because unless there is a creator who created in six 24-hour days all that there is, the heavens, the earth, and all that in them is, the book of Exodus chapter 20, verse 11. And it was done by Jesus Christ, Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. There's no use in me teaching prophecy. In fact, I talked about in chapter 6, 7, and 8, Noah and the flood, unless you accept the fact that there was a worldwide flood Oh, National Geographic is talking about a little regional flood over in the Black Sea area. In fact, they're doing all kinds of research and producing all kinds of programming from that location. That is subterfuge. That is satanic information coming out. It was not a regional flood. It was a worldwide flood. The water covered every single mountain peak on this earth, wiped out every living soul except eight, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jebeth, and their four wives, and it wiped out every single air-breathing animal except those in the ark. If you don't accept that, there's really no use you staying here. And in fact, you're a part of that crowd that Peter talked about in 2 Peter chapter 3, where he said, in the last days, there will be those denying the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they will be willfully ignorant. In other words, they will make their own decision to deny creation and the flood. And so that's Genesis. Now we come, 6, 7, and 8, Noah and the flood. Genesis 9, Noah after the flood. What I want you to do, we looked at the similarities of Revelation chapter 18. Let's look at submission now by Noah after the flood. And God blessed Noah, chapter 9, verse 1, and his sons, and he said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Now this was not the very first time this type of command had been given. Keep your finger in chapter 9, go back to chapter 1, verse 28. God, in his six 24-hour days, creates everything. On the sixth day, he brings all the creeping things onto the earth, all the animals. He then has opportunity to bring man on the earth. He's created man, verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he him. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, I've got the King James Bible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I've got the King James Schofield. Wow. No, just the old. And I, I'm really spiritual, buddy. And I got the King James Schofield with the Young's notes in it. But my Bible says here, and replenish the earth. Uh-uh. These were the first two human beings on the earth. What were they going to replenish? This was done in six 24-hour days. You see, sometimes translators insert their theology. That word in Hebrew is malay, and it means to fill the earth. And so the command was given to Adam and Eve, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. Well, they filled the earth. 
They tell us, those who have studied into this, that probably one billion, with a B, one billion people were on the face of the earth at the time of Genesis chapter 6. And in Genesis chapter 6, that was now approximately 1,500 years after creation, the flood is going to take place. And all of these people are going to be wiped out except eight people. Now God comes to Noah, his three sons, their wives, and he says, I want you to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. It repented me, Genesis chapter 6, that I ever made man. Now I want you to fill the earth with people. You know what? God has a plan, and Satan tries to distract us to go against it. I mean, that is the theme throughout the entire Word of God. God said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. What does the world say? We have overpopulation on this earth. That is a lie out of the pit of hell. We, this earth is not overpopulated. Let me tell you a couple of examples. You can give everybody two square feet. Six billion people having two square feet, and you could put all six billion people in the city limits of Jacksonville, Florida. Is that overpopulating the earth? You could divide the world into four members of a family. You could give them a little cottage home on a hundred feet all around and put every family in the state of Texas. Is that overpopulating the earth? You see, God has a plan. He said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. Bring people who will be able to worship me, love me, serve me. That was his plan. Thank you very much for joining us as we studied The Babylon Factor. This five-hour audio series on CD is available to you. If you'd like to purchase a copy of it, you can call our toll-free number. That's 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website and our shopping mall and the address of the website, www.prophecytoday.com. This introduction to the Babylon Factor, I hope, has whetted your appetite to know more about Babylon and the key role that it will play in the end times. You see, Babylon is modern-day Iraq, and the focus of the world is on this unique state in the Middle East. Remember, if you're interested, call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298, or visit our website, www.prophecytoday.com, to get your copy of the five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Babylon Factor. And as you study The Babylon Factor, even in these short segments that we are presenting, it's going to make you aware of the fact that we are quickly approaching the time of the end when Jesus Christ will return. Oh, by the way, Before he comes back to the earth, seven years before that time, he will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound, and we will depart this earth to be with him forevermore. Truth is, having said all of that, there's nothing left for me to say now except let's keep looking up until... 